Hello and welcome to the Stronger Squad podcast. My name is Chelsea and my aim is to help women achieve their ultimate health and fitness goals, achieve long-term fat loss, build confidence and most importantly come away from this idea that they will forever have to diet in order to be happy. If you are interested in finding out more on how you can work with me and how you can join the Evolve Method, which is my one-to-one coaching program, you can click the show notes below or drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad with the word evolve and let's have a chat. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Strong Girl Squad podcast. Today, I am going to talk to you about the three actionable steps that you can take when you're starting your fat loss journey. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is because it is such a common question when I'm speaking to women in my DMs and women on a daily basis is the fact that they, they're starting their weight loss or their fat loss journey, but they just haven't got a bloody clue where to start. And I can understand why, because there's so much freaking information out there, people saying to do this and to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, well, where, where should I actually be focusing my efforts? One, so I know that what I'm doing is actually the right thing because like I said, there's so much shit out there. There's so much information, but two, so that you like actually feel like you're going to be able to achieve your goals. So I'm going to give you three actionable steps today, which if you start following and if you start implementing into your life and focusing on, you will be on the road to achieving fat loss. So if you have any questions, you make sure you always reach out because I'm happy to help wherever I can, but I'm going to run through them now. So first and foremost, if your goal is fat loss, the underlying key element is to be in a calorie deficit. Okay. So a calorie deficit simply means that you're consuming less energy, i.e. calories, food, than you are burning. That is the underlying element. If you are trying to lose weight and you just can't, then you're not in a calorie deficit, okay? There's a lot of things that can impact your adherence to sticking to a calorie deficit, but you need to be in one in order to lose fat. If you're not losing fat, you've been trying for ages and ages and ages, then you haven't been in a calorie deficit. It is as simple as that in terms of the principle of fat loss. Although, like I said, there is a lot of things that can impact whether or not you are able to stay adherent to your calorie deficit. One thing to note is, and what's really, really important is a lot of people will say, oh, I eat well, I eat healthy, I eat pretty good. That's all fine and dandy. But just because you eat well or you think you're eating healthy foods doesn't mean that you're in a calorie deficit. And it's very, very, like they're two different things. And that's something you need to recognize. So if you think, oh, I eat pretty well, but I'm not really sure why I'm not losing weight. Well, it could be that, yeah, you you are eating well, but you're, you're still not in a calorie deficit. So if you're in this position and you're struggling to lose weight, first and foremost, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And the way that you can create a calorie deficit is by one, working out your maintenance calories. So your maintenance calories are the calories that you need to simply just live, to live the lifestyle that you currently are. So like, for example, when working out calories, the things that we take into consideration are your age, your weight, your height, your gender, and how many times a week you exercise. 
And once we have that information, we can then do a calculation, work out, okay, how many calories do you need to consume in order to be able to sustain that current lifestyle that you're in? Then once you have that amount of calories, you can then create a calorie deficit by minusing three to 500 calories from that target and then you'll be in your deficit. Now, I say three to 500 calories because it's very individual. It can often be based on like someone's relationship with food, how low your maintenance calories are at the moment. Um, Personally, I, for clients, I try and make sure that they're at least 1500 calories a day. Now, this sometimes means that certain clients are in a bigger deficit than others. But the reason I kind of stick to 1500 calories a day predominantly is because I feel like that gives them enough food that they can consume without them feeling freaking hungry. And something else to consider is that sometimes people use my fitness pal, they'll chuckle their details in, um, and my fitness pal will spit out a random number. Well, it's not random, it's based on the information you've given them. But a lot of the times, the number that my fitness pal spits out is I wouldn't recommend using because it could have you on 1200 calories a day, which if you've ever tried to eat 1200 calories a day consistently, you know, is freaking hard because it's, it can often not be a lot of food. And then, yeah, you might be able to stick to it for a few days, but then you find you're starving and then you end up going overboard and then you end up eating more anyway. So then that deficit you were trying to stick to, you're kind of like the right words, probably not ruining, but you're wiping it out. So like my approach with my clients and when I work with women is that, yes, I know the goal of fat loss is super important and we do want to create that deficit. But what's also important is you actually not being hungry all the time, you feeling like you have the ability to stick to your deficit and also still being able to enjoy the foods that you like and go to social occasions. Because what I always say is that you can have both you can achieve fat loss and you can absolutely still have a social life and you know enjoy dinner with your family or getting a takeaway or having a glass of wine or whatever it is but you need to be realistic about your expectations in terms of that and often we want that instant gratification we think okay I really just want to lose this weight quick that that is I know that goal is important to people but what's also important is the sustainability of you know, your calories and the habits that you've got to implement for that long-term fat loss because it's all good and well losing the weight. Like I know that's what everyone thinks, they just want to lose the weight. But really what you want to be able to do is lose that weight, achieve your fat loss goals, but be able to maintain it. Like why nobody wants to lose that weight and think, okay, I'll just sustain this for a week and then don't care if I put that weight back on. That's generally not what women want. They want to be able to lose the weight but be able to maintain it so they can continue to feel freaking amazing, feel strong, you know, and just feel confident in their body. So this is why not following my fitness power calories is my recommendation, actually getting a coach and, you know, someone to work out those calories for you will ultimately make sure that you're eating enough um, calories for your goals so that you can actually maintain it. That's also another reason why just following the same calories as your friend or your mum or your sister may not also be right or just thinking, all right, I heard 1,200 calories can help you lose weight. I'll just follow that. Like I said earlier, what we take into consideration when working out and what I take into consideration when working out the calories for my clients 
is their age, their weight, their height, how many days a week they exercise, because it is specific to you. We want to find out what are your baseline calories for your current lifestyle, for your current weight, for you know how high you are, etc. And then we can work at calories specific to you, because ultimately that is going to be the only way that you're able to stick to them. And my goal is to help women achieve their fat loss goals, but most importantly, maintain them in a healthy approach. Not about the quick fixes or the detoxes or the 800 calorie diets because they don't work. Yeah, maybe they work for a very short period of time, but nine times out of 10, they don't work, you know, long term. And yeah, maybe they might help you achieve quick fat loss, but you won't know how to maintain that fat loss. So you'll put the weight back on. So first and foremost, one of the most, you know, the, the, the first actionable step that you can take when your goal is fat loss and you have no clue where to start is by sticking to a calorie deficit and making sure those calories are specific to you and not following some random set from the internet. So number one, calorie deficit. The second actionable step that you can take is getting your steps in every single day and setting a target for yourself. Now, I recommend trying to aim for at least 7,000 per day. The steps and the movement that you do outside of your exercise is the biggest driver to being able to achieve fat loss, but also being able to maintain a healthy weight. Not to mention the immense like health benefits that it generally has for you because you know a lot of people spend a lot of time sitting down watching Netflix or working from home behind a computer. They don't actually realize how much they don't move. So by setting a step target every single day, potentially of 7,000, that's gonna give you that motivation to make sure that you're being proactive and you're being conscious of continuing to move throughout the day. The way that I like to explain it to my clients is that your training sessions are purely to get freaking strong. They're purely to build lean muscle. They're purely to tone up. And that is what they're aimed to do. The steps and the movement that you do outside of your training sessions, because ultimately your training session potentially is 60 minutes, three to four times a week. In the grand scheme of things, that is not a lot of time to, not that you should be looking at training as burning calories, but that is not a lot of calories burnt over the course of the week. Your steps and the movement that you do outside of those sessions, so the 20 other 23 hours of the day, will have a far bigger impact on helping you stay in that calorie deficit because ultimately that is what it supports you doing. So there is no, so your training and steps is not, one that is better than the other because they both play a crucial role in fat loss and getting strong and being able to maintain a you know long-term fat loss but your steps are super super important and they and they should be something that everybody is focusing on every single day okay and when you look at it your knee which is your steps makes up 15% of your total daily energy expenditure which are those like maintenance calories that you need in comparison to exercise, which is only 5%. So there's a massive difference there. And like I said, both play a significant role. I understand that maybe getting your steps in can be quite difficult sometimes, but at the end of the day, this is something that you need to be proactive about. You need to make a conscious effort to get them in. Nobody's going to get them in for you. And yes, I know we're all busy. And if you have families and kids to look after, it can be difficult, but you need to think outside of the box and you need to start making this a priority. So some things or some tips that you could do to help get those extra steps in is maybe you have to get up 20 minutes earlier than your family and go for a quick walk around the block. Like 
if you if that's something that you have to do in order to help you achieve your goals because ultimately those goals are super important to you then these are things you need to start thinking about maybe it's um setting a timer on your phone or your watch for every hour to get up i'm not saying you have to go out for a walk around the block but simply just getting up off your seat going to get a drink of water going to the toilet maybe walking upstairs to the furthest toilet whatever it is all those steps count taking the stairs don't take the lift seems really simple but every step counts you know can you walk to work instead of driving your car can you walk to the corner store um can you walk to the supermarket can you not order your groceries online but actually go around the supermarket and you know get those steps in can you park further away from work and then walk in a little bit that way i mean in the uk we're in summer now and people need to appreciate the weather so much more i know we well i don't complain about the hot weather but i know it's a, a, a you know a common topic of conversation but at the end of the day this is your prime time to start getting these habits like instilled in your normal routine we're not in winter where it's freaking miserable we're in summer you know the, it gets light at five o'clock in the morning it doesn't get dark until you know past seven eight o'clock at night like you have enough time within the day to try and build those steps up and I think it's a perfect time to start making this more a part of your routine because at the end of the day, steps shouldn't be something that you think is a chore. Initially, it might seem like quite a bit because you're not used to getting that many. But the idea is to build it so much into your routine that it's not a chore. It's just a part of your everyday life. And, you know, at first it could be a bit difficult trying to get those 7,000 steps. But, you know, just start off small. I say 7,000 a day, but if you're someone who has never tracked steps, then start with 5,000 and say that's my bare minimum for the next two weeks. That's all I'm getting. And then as you continue to do it, as it becomes more of a habit and a routine, it does definitely get easier. But it is going to take you making a conscious effort to get out and get the steps in. Like I said, no one's going to get the steps in for you. They, they won't miraculously just appear. And if it means you have to not sit down and watch TV or sit at your office desk during your lunch, and you have to get out and get your steps in. That's just something you have to do. If you have to get up half an hour earlier before the family, just to go out and get a walk and get your steps in. That is what you have to do. And actually getting up earlier and, you know, getting a bit of a walk in, getting some fresh air, you know, being in nature, being on your own and having that time for yourself will ultimately set your day up incredibly. And just walking and moving ultimately gives you so much more energy and improves your mood anyway. So that is your second actionable step, 7,000 steps per day. Your third actionable step is increasing your water intake. And I want you to try and aim for 1.5 to 2 liters a day. Now, this whole podcast is about actionable steps that you can start doing straight away. There's a lot of other things that, you know, come into play when your goal is fat loss and, um, you know, what else can help you ultimately achieve your fat loss goals. But the purpose of this podcast is to give you these three steps to start focusing on so that you feel like you're headed in the right direction and so that you know what you're focusing on is ultimately the right areas to focus on in order to help you move closer towards your fat loss goals. So 1.5 to 2 litres a day, again, if you're someone who hasn't really drank much water, it can be tough, but it will get easier the more that you start building it into your lifestyle and making a habit. So just generally drinking plenty of water throughout the day provides so many benefits. So age and digestion and, you know, supports your digest 
I can't speak, digestive system. It prevents constipation. It prevents kidney damage. It will suppress your appetite. So sometimes what I find is I might think I'm hungry, but when I think about it, I'm like, oh shit, I actually haven't really drank much water today. Then I have a big glass of water or I get loads of water in. I tend to scull a bit of water if I haven't, which I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm getting the water in. And then that fills me up. So instead of thinking, right, I'm hungry, I'm just going to go grab a snack that probably won't leave me feeling full and I'm probably not actually hungry, I'm thirsty, I'll have a big glass of water and that will suppress my appetite for a bit. And you can tell when you're starving and you're hungry and your belly's grumbling, that's you being hungry, or when maybe you're a bit bored or you're just sitting around at home or you know maybe it is you're just thirsty. Make sure you have that big drink of water to see if that helps suppress your appetite for a bit. But also it you know promotes healthy skin and it removes waste within the body. So a couple of tips I would suggest is you know 1.5 to 2 liters a day. First and foremost as soon as you get up before you have a coffee, before you have a tea, have a really big glass of water. What I tend to do is when I get up at 5, I'll go into the kitchen, I'll like fill my coffee mug or like my flask or whatever it is with water. So that water there, I'll have my supplements. So I normally have creatine. Um, well, I'll have my fish oil, my vitamin and my vitamin D. Um, and I'll, you know, drink that water, swash back the, um, the vitamins. And then I'll put my creatine in the rest of the water. And then I'll have that. And that's already 500 mils of my water gone. And I didn't even notice it. I was just taking my vitamins. So having a big glass of water or at least 500 mils before you even go for your coffee, before you go for your tea will help you. And then after that, you can make your tea, you can make your coffee. Um, You know, having a big glass of water at lunch, having a big glass of water at dinner. So making sure you have a big glass of water with each of your meals and making sure that you finish that water with those meals. You can also buy, you know, they've got these water bottles now where it tells you the times on each on the side of the water bottle just to give you, you know, a bit of an indication of exactly how much you should have drank by this time. That will also help. You can get lots of apps now that send you a reminder to drink water. And again, it's it's going to be you making a conscious effort. It's not like all these things don't just come to you, especially if you've never really done them before. It's like anything, like these are things that you need to focus on and you may not get them perfect every week or every day. You may not hit two liters of water every day to begin with. That's completely fine. You're not expected to get things perfect and be hitting, you know, ticking all your habits off straight away, but you need to start creating these habits and start focusing on them so that ultimately you can get to that point of right 1.5 liters a day is not much like you don't really think about it. It's not a massive chore. But until you start working on these habits and until you start focusing on them and making a conscious effort to try and include it into your daily routine, then you're never going to get better at it. So just remembering that, you know, although I'm giving you these kind of like actionable steps to take, you're not going to get them perfect, you know, the, the first week or the first day. I don't always get my two liters of water in, that's for sure. I don't always get my 7,000 steps in, that's for sure. But I'm consistently focusing on them over time and that's what counts. So we've got those three actionable steps for you to start taking. One, you need to be in a calorie deficit. If your goal is fat loss, there is no way around it. If you're not losing fat and you feel like you've been trying for ages and ages and ages, you're simply not in a calorie deficit. Number two, 
set a step target of 7,000 steps per day. Those steps and the movement you do is super, super important and has a far bigger impact on your fat loss journey and the maintenance of your weight than a 60-minute training session will ever do. Number three, get that water in. 1.5 to 2 litres a day is going to suppress the appetite. It's going to leave you feeling full. It's going to make sure you don't get bloody constipated. It's going to wash out the toxins from your body. And it's going to support so many of your body's functions to make sure that you're staying healthy, you're staying fit, and you're staying hydrated. Like I said, with these three actionable steps, you are not going to get them all ticked off every single day. You're not going to be perfect every single day or every week. And one thing to know is that we as humans are not perfect and that's actually the normal. You know, we lead in perfect lives. We don't get shit ticked off every day. It's like that's just a reality of life. But when you're focusing on fat loss, it's not about being perfect every day. It's about being consistent over time. Being consistently in a calorie deficit over time will allow you to achieve fat loss. Just because you go over your calories a few hundred here or there during the week doesn't mean you've ruined your bloody diet. So please do not stress about that. And I've got another podcast that you should listen to all about that. Just because you don't get your steps in every single day or to that amount, 7,000, doesn't mean that you shouldn't bother getting them in at all. Anything is better than nothing. With your water, again, just because you don't hit that two liters doesn't mean you shouldn't bother with it. It's better than not doing it all. But by you consistently working at these small things every single day, they will ultimately, you know, build up and you'll be able to achieve your fat loss goals. And that is the aim of the game here. If you have any questions about this episode, if you want to find out more about how to join my one-to-one online coaching program, because These are just some of the things that we focus on within the Evolve Method. The Evolve Method, it's all about, it's not you trying to fit into the Evolve Method because it probably won't work. It's about the Evolve Method fitting into your lifestyle and starting where you are at so that ultimately you can build these habits into your lifestyle in a way that you feel like you can maintain but gradually increase as you feel ready. The idea is to help women Come away from thinking they bloody got to be on 800 calorie diets to achieve their fat loss goals, thinking that they have to remove carbs in order to lose weight and thinking that they have to bloody do loads and loads of exercise and cardio to lose weight because those three, you don't have to do those three things and they're three things that I teach my clients not to do because ultimately the goal here is not just to lose fat, it's to be able to maintain it in a healthy approach because that is the hardest part, being able to maintain long-term fat loss. So if you want more info on joining my one-to-one coaching program so that I can help you with all this, so that most importantly, I can help you stay accountable because it's all good and well having this information, but if you're not applying it to your lifestyle, then you won't get the results. And it's about continually showing up for yourself, even on the days you don't tick everything off, not throwing in the white towel, and just trusting the process and just trusting that, you know, if you continue to show up for yourself and continue to tick off these habits, you will achieve your fat loss goals. But if you have a shitty day or a week where you weren't overly on track, that doesn't mean that you should give up altogether because that's not how it works. Hard work does pay off and you will absolutely achieve your goals if you stick with it, if you stay accountable and if you keep showing up for yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and start actioning these three steps, a calorie deficit, 
7,000 steps per day and getting your 1.5 to 2 litres of water in. And this will definitely help you move closer towards achieving your fat loss goals. As always, any questions, you can click my inquiry form in the show notes or just drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad. And let's have a chat. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you found it helpful, I would be forever grateful if you could leave a review on the podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed and following the Stronger Squad podcast, but also sharing this with someone who you think might also benefit from learning a bit more about the topic. If you have any questions or would like to get in contact with me, just click the show notes below or drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad.